Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the F, to the L, to the O, to the O, to the G. That's right. The Fancy League of Ordinary Gentlemen, the Flue. What's going yes. on? What's going on, fellas? Nice, Ty. Nice, Ty. What's up, man? How are you, Ty? I am good, everybody. My name is Tyson. You already know Bill's Mafia, 757. You can also find me at Social Media Ghost. Uh, as you as you all can't see, I'm always repping the Bill's shirt, repping the Bill's hat, repping this John Cena spoiler chain that I've had for almost probably about 20 years. Really? And that old? It's about 2005. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. And yet, it's uh, seen its better days. I'm not gonna lie. It's not really spinning like it probably should. But you know it's what? It's like those riding. It's like those plastic riding spinners, like on cars and stuff back in the day. Exactly. But you know, I might. For those that don't know, we got the Lucha uh, draft. Uh, Twelve of us um, got it on Saturday at uh, J Rod's house. Um, I might bust it out for who, who knows. I might give it a. I haven't busted it out in about ten years, but anyways, I've talked enough. Um, so to the right of me is a uh, is a gentleman that is hoping that the Philadelphia Eagles. For, the, for those that we don't don't know, we are going to be talking about the NFC East or NFC Least, however you will call it. Uh, <laughs> Second one wait. is preferred. I can't wait to talk about this. Uh, that's sarcasm, by the way. Um, to the right of me is a gentleman that one of the, one of the teams is his favorite, and quite frankly, I'm on board with this team. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I can't wait to talk about his team, and the Philadelphia Eagles. One Gary Gary Trukowski. What's up, bro? What's up, yo? Yeah, it's uh, Gars underscore underscore Poetica for the Twitter handle. But um, yeah, long time lifetime Eagles fan. Used to be a Kansas City fan as well. Still kind of him. But uh, that's how – that's actually – you know what? I'll bring that up. It's how me and Josh became, like, best friends because we were big in the Kansas City back in the day. But oh. um, other than that, uh, yeah, this may be the NFC least. I mean, in comparison to the AFC, it's definitely the least on both sides. But um, excited to be here. Like you said, we got a uh, rookie draft coming up at Lucha on Saturday, which is going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait for that. Live drafts are the best way to go for rookie drafts. Trades all throughout. I think last year, Josh, is it right? We had like seven trades in the first round. Does that sound right? That's that's a good uh, estimate of a number. Yeah. Well, I guess it's a great way to intro you. This is none other than the commish, Joshua T.A. Hicks. What's up, baby? Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, – thank you guys for holding down the fort. Last week, uh, I didn't show up. Sorry, but you guys cranked out a great pod. So, I, hey, I, I, you guys did it. I am super stoked to be back. I uh, like I was texting you guys before. Uh, my wife took the kids out to uh, one of her work things this afternoon. So I actually had like two hours to sit down and like just do fantasy football, which I don't get to do a lot anymore. So... I got a lot done. I actually started on rankings for the www.theflug.com. Uh, I started on my running back and wide receiver rankings. So I'm something I've been wanting to knock out for a long time. Something I'm, I, I want to try to keep refreshing as much as possible this year. Not to keep going to this, but yeah, our first as a podcast as a group, our first rookie draft is this weekend. Super stoked! I know nobody cares about our leagues. 
that's the thing, a podcast thing. But uh, it's whatever. I'm excited. I don't give a shit. So uh, it's a good time. Definitely next pod we will uh, are on the website. We'll post how it went down. Just looking at the, just uh, if people that don't do dynasty. You guys really need to get in because it's just a whole other game. It just makes fantasy football so much. They're just you unlocking a let's go. Let's because we're all wrestling fans. I don't know, forbidden door, if you will. And uh, <clears throat> it's just a whole other world, guys. Just I'd really give it a go. If you guys, anybody that doesn't do fan that doesn't do dynasty that listens to the pod and just is a redraft person, please, please reach out to us. Like I'm, I'm definitely down to talk to you, help you out. Um, hit me up on Twitter. I haven't said that yet. JHakes804 send me a message i, I mean i'll whatever we can get that we'll come join we'll zoom with you like we're doing right here on the podcast so uh enough on that super stoked to be back i uh again appreciate you guys holding down the fort last week ready to jump into the nfc east um i mean we got a crazy 48 hours of uh fancy football guys so i mean let's go let's do it let's go let's, let's it. go let's go guys um Got all our Twitters. Uh, hit us up on the uh, the Flug on Twitter at the Flug underscore FF. Um, guys, we're trying to do – it's mostly Dynasty. Um, I'm sure we'll switch to some redraft polls as the redraft season approaches. But uh, we've been doing some Dynasty polls, just kind of some trades, what you guys think. Uh, just to, you know, get, get some get some more involvement. And the, we, we did one the other day. Uh, Gary, what was it? It was really, it was really good with it's Michael Carter. Oh, uh, I think it was one where I said just a scenario where you're pretty much looking for a little bit more running back depth because you had Damian Harris and Michael Carter as your top two running backs. So if you have somebody like Chase, um, Jamar Chase, like you would pretty much, would you trade Jamar Chase for Dalvin Cook, Chris Godwin, and I think it was a mid-second rounder. That was a good one. That was a good one, by the way. That was a tough one. I mean, I would probably still go with Chase just mm-hmm. because um, I feel like you can get a little bit more youth of a running back for something like that and maybe a first-rounder. I'd probably do something like that. But, yeah, it was a pretty fun one. It's, it's fun to come up with those scenarios and see get some takes from everybody and create bowls. So, I mean, that's something we want to do now. Um, you know, just have a little bit of fun on the social, social medias. That's good. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. we're off to – I mean, I, we've started that uh last week and and i think we're off to a great start so mm-hmm. definitely want to keep that going yeah that was good that was a really that was a tough one i i really had to dig <laughs> for that one but i yeah uh, i think i think you go chase because i think cook and godwin are starting to starting to hit some injuries mm-hmm. and I mean, still they're still at that ripe age of 26 27 but they're starting to hit that injuries and jamar chase oof, what a what a year he had so mm-hmm. guards what uh what'd you drink tonight bud uh, I have something completely different than usual. It's called, <laughs> it was the only thing, I don't have any liquor in the fridge. So this is what I had, was a, a Rebel Hard Coffee. It's a limited edition peppermint mocha latte, malt beverage. So not bad, very chocolatey, coffee-like. I dig it, not bad. Very good, very good. I have from uh, from Devil's Backbone, the, I think, you know, they got bought out and everything, which is, is great. Um, I think they, they kind of rebranded everything and they did the it's the everything was like uh related to like deers and whatever else, but uh the eight point American IPA. So uh with gas prices going up, I'm enjoying my two for 
six, two or four for four dollars IPAs. Because I think it's a great deal. <laughs> and I can go, you know, there's one that I always go by that I always want to stop at while I'm working, and that's a uh, Star Hill. Like I'm, I see it's out in Crozet. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right, Crozet? Virginia? Crozet, yeah. All right, all right. Like I'm always going by there. I'm like, do I want to stop there or just drive back home? Wait, the one in Scott's Edition or the one like no, in, in Crozet? In Crozet, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, yeah. Uh, what you call it? What is Shane's? There's one beer called the Love. That's one of Shane's. They have one called the Love and they have one called Lucy. Uh, yeah, I remember that. And that's one of Sh- that's like one of Shane's like top beers. Yeah. So, Are they based on a Crozet or Charlotte's? I, I want to. Huh? I think it's. I think it's Crozet. Okay. Okay. I think it is. I mean, but they also have the in down in uh, good old Scott's Edition uh, Brewery Center of Richmond, Virginia. For all you uh, non-Richmond listeners, they have a rooftop bar. Yeah, I haven't been in there yet because every time we try to go, it was during COVID and they had the wait list and everything. But I would really like to go soon. You will. You will. <laughs> maybe maybe Saturday night. Um, it's right. <clears throat> to be continued. Let's get into this, guys. Let's get into the NFC East. Before we go there, I think we are, we already mentioned the website, www.theflug.com. Again, you got all our Twitters. Uh, Deflug underscore FF is a main Twitter. And then Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. You can uh, please subscribe. Please listen. Uh, Podbean.com. That's where all the other, everything else is. But everything goes to the Flug website, as far as I know. So, uh, you guys want to get into it? Yeah. Let's start with let's start with the new NFL team. The team they have a new name, so they're a new team, right? Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> the the Washington Commanders, and also I saw a side note that uh, I guess they're trying to move into Virginia, and I think the first the first thing was blocked. This, so I don't I don't blame. Them. I mean, it's our state; it's where we live in Virginia. I don't. I don't blame him. But if Dan Snyder's the owner, I mean, I'm not. Sorry. They're trying to kick him. They're trying to kick him. Sorry, was it in Dumfries? Yes. That's where it was. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they're trying to kick him out. So he he may not be (laughs) – he might not be owner much longer. But It's got to happen. It's got to happen, right? Yeah, I agree. Yes, White White's been running the uh, everyday operations since stuff um, happened, so, and, they, and she she hasn't gotten any, into any controversy. As as worse and worse as uh, not to get out of sports and onto politics, but as bad as things have gotten lately, let's give us something good. <laughs> get the Snyder out. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyways. Uh, you guys, you guys did this last week, so let me know if I go off course and what what we did. So, uh, you guys want to do start with quarterbacks? Is that how? Yeah, yes. yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, we we talked about this a couple of times already, but Carson Wentz is now the quarterback of the Washington Commanders, guys. Interesting. Back. In Ty's shaking his head. So this looks this is awful already. I. Go ahead. I'm not. Uh, I don't think who's nobody's excited. Let's just let's just let's just go there right now. Yeah, can I can I already just go with what I got? To Have at uh, it, babe. Have at it. I I don't understand why you would spend twenty eight million dollar quarterback 
uh, a $28 million on a quarterback when you have a guy like Heineke, and I know he's not everybody's like cup of tea, but he actually did not play that bad considering like who the hell he's throwing to. Excuse my language, sorry. Uh, who who he's throwing to last year? I mean, you had you had McLaurin's obviously a guy, but you had Diami Brown, you had Logan Thomas, you had Cam Sims, you had Adam Humphreys, and he still was sixty five percent, and they still won seven games. So I just I thought they should have drafted a quarterback like they did in the fifth round, and just build. Uh, just keep building weapons, which I know we'll get to, but I, I, I think they went about it the wrong way. I really do. I get I get drafting the quarterback in the fifth round. I get drafting the quarterback, but they went about it the wrong way. They should have given Heideke a chance. So I, I, with with Rivera, do you do you think that his just his mindset because he because he went from having Christian McCaffrey to coming here, and do you think he just wants a guy that can just dump it off? To Gibson, well, I was going to say too. I mean, like Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke, we're looking at somebody um, who pretty much just came from. I mean, it was like a nice little story, you know, like a mm-hmm. little like because he came off the his the couch at home and basically came and played for the Washington Commanders. They needed somebody at that moment. We're talking oh. because uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick obviously went down, and oh. I mean that total offense was twenty first last season. And they were in the early twenties in pass attempts, huh? Is that high? Holy cow! Yeah. So I mean, like, uh, in pass attempts, they were twenty first. And I mean, yeah. he he threw like five hundred sixteen passing. Oh no, I'm sorry, that's Carson Wentz. But like, uh, Heineke only threw. Yeah, his pass attempts were four hundred ninety four. So, but he's like major dump off city, you know. And plus, he rushes a lot. I don't think he's capable of like, you know, finding like the open target. And I'm sure his progression progressions when he uh, reads his wide receivers and the defense, it just doesn't it doesn't gel well. So I mean, obviously Carson Wentz is a little bit more of an upgrade. It's not great, but I think too going with Ty and him talking about with the the rookies QBs, yeah, they probably could have gone that route. But I mean. We got to remember next year's when the QBs are top tier next season. So I mean, that's something they can just see what they got here, mm-hmm. and hopefully they can find a you know a future QB next next season. But Sam Howell can play a little bit. I know he was a fifth rounder, but he could play a little bit. I mean, a lot of few of the quarterbacks really took a nosedive as we saw in the NFL draft. But Sam Howell was a three year three year starter, and I mean, he lit it up all three years. Mm-hmm. So um, he's no he's no slouch, but um, yeah, I, we'll get into the weapons. But I just thought they should have added more weapons than they did uh, during Austin. Yeah, that did, so they did go wide receiver, taking uh, Jahan Dotson in the first. I think everybody, I don't know, all parties considered probably thought that was a a jump because they traded back. They had the eleven and they traded back, and they took him. I think at sixteen. I, I mean, I didn't think it was a good – I don't know. I'm No, sorry. But I, they get paid the big, buck, big bucks, and I don't. But I'll just say I like them, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think they could have gotten um, – they, they could have waited for him. He could have gone late first round, early <clears throat> – early. 
I'm with you on that one. Mm-hmm. Like the, so like the players, they jump high. Uh, to I don't know. Sum it up. Went. I don't know. Nobody's excited. I. If you let's, I mean, let's just say it, if you have him as your QB two in your redraft leagues, are you happy? Two wins. If if he's your backup quarterback right now, are you in the in your fantasy league? When you go to draft your redraft leagues in August, and Carson Wentz is your second quarterback, are you happy? I mean, I'm okay with that. He was a uh, 14th overall last season. Yeah, I mean, if he's my backup quarterback, yeah, and I only got to use him for one week, yeah, I'm okay with that. But <clears> if, <throat> if my starting quarterback gets hurt, then yeah, then I'm like, oh shit, here we go. But and especially if he is my starting quarterback, then I'm like, I'm just, I'm thinking my team is going to be absolute horrible. Yeah. All right, let's jump. Let's jump to the running backs, guys. Uh, Antonio Gibson. Still here, Jared Patterson, J.D. McKissick in the in the draft. They got Brian Robinson from Alabama. Guys, Antonio Gibson, 258 carries last year, 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. He caught 52 passes for another three touchdowns. I, I mean – I'm a fan. I'm in on this guy. I don't I don't I have him as a fringe. I don't think I have him as RB1. I have a fringe he's a fringe RB1 for me right now. I like the player, but he's got to keep the fumbles down. Because let's face it, he was drafted in the third round and so was Brian Robinson. So Brian Robinson's going to get opportunities to cut into his carries. And JD McKissick is more of a pass catching back. And he's still got some carries, but he's more – he's he's the pass catcher back. Mm-hmm. But Gibson needs to cut down on his uh, fumbles. He had six fumbles. I'm with you. So, let, let me ask you this. So, they say McKissick is the pass catching back, right? Yeah. He had 53 targets. Gibson had 52. Mm-hmm. He was – Like, uh, I mean, yeah, coming from 2020, I mean, that's when McKissick was – he got 110 targets. He was pretty much cut in half in that season. I mean, he did – I think he was only in 10 games last season, right? 11. Um, 11 games. But, um, yeah, no, Gibson, Gibson always – he progresses a little bit more each season, um, especially in the, in the passing aspect a little bit. I mean, only eight more targets. But he did have a significant amount more rushes. And I do think they wanted to cut down his productivity a little bit. But so far, I mean – 2020 was number 13 overall in PPR and then 12th overall um, last year. So, I mean, it's, it's possible. I, I still see him like Josh said, that's a pretty good way to put it. Fringe to maybe like maybe around top 15 for sure. Top 15, yeah. easy. I agree. Yeah. And then, but, sorry, go Brian, back. Which, sorry, go ahead, Ty. Go ahead, Ty. I was just going to say, Brian Robinson, I mean, not to put so much stock on him, but he, he does give him a certain element. Uh, McKissick is not a downhill runner. Um, Gibson, not really a downhill runner. Brian Robinson is that downhill runner, and you got to have that guy. And like I said, I always look at it from where you draft the guy. And like I said, both Gibson and Robinson were drafted in the third round. And um, like I said, so Brian Robinson, I think, does cut into some carries because of his style of running compared to the other two. 
Yeah. And let's right. t- try to piggyback off of what you're saying. How many running backs go in the first round? It's like running the running backs start in the second round and go in the third. So, you know, it's almost like a – you want to – you know, like a scale almost. Yeah. And honestly, I think Brian Robinson, I thought he was going to go like fourth or fifth round. So, they kind of jumped up for him in my opinion. I mean, I like the kid, but um, I thought he'd go later. But what are you going to say, Gary? I think I interrupted. No, you're fine. Like, uh, I also think maybe Carson Wentz could pretty much – give this rushing attack a little bit more bump too, because I mean, he does have some rushing aspects still as well, but we're also talking about somebody who has a decent arm. He's not the most accurate at times, but that's something that Taylor Heineke didn't really have. Like, I mean, he was still somebody who like, you know, when he didn't have a choice to throw to, he would pretty much run. So I think this could pretty much be, a better scenario for the rushing game in a, in a little bit. Um, it all depends if this offensive line can hold up. But, I mean, I think Carson Wentz can be a little bit more of a game changer because he did almost go to the playoffs with um, the Colts last season. So this – I know they won, what, the commanders you said, they won seven games last season. So, I mean, he yeah. gives them that possible possibility of being a playoff contender. So – I mean, he's not like the greatest QB to have right now, but he gives them that little bit more added, uh, a little peg up or two up, I guess you could say. But I do think it could help the rushing game too. Passing game, maybe not so much. But. Well, I mean, well, let's let's jump to the passing game since you said it, Garth. And everything you said about uh, shit, uh, Heineke running around and doing all this stuff and the team being disarray. Guys, Terry McLaurin had 130 targets last year. That's up there, guys. That's huge. I mean, it's one of the, I guess, fucking YOLO. Throw it up there. He'll get it. But uh, but again, I, it doesn't shock me when you have people like Diami Brown and Cam Sims and Adam Humphreys as your wide receivers. Yeah, and, and Humphreys is gone. And Humphreys is gone. Four of their top seven receivers are gone. Yep. Sounds like DeAndre the Chiefs. Carter. <laughs> they lost DeAndre Carter. They lost Humphreys. They lost Ricky Seal Jones, who was their backup tight end, was actually in their top seven receivers. He's gone. Uh, it was up. It was one more guy. DeAndre um, Carter, Cam Sims, or uh, Steve. No, nah, Cam. Steven Sims. He's gone. But, yeah, they lost four of their top seven receivers, and like I said, they still got Brown and Sims. They do not. They do not um, enthusiastically. They don't enthusiastically. So we got yeah, we got I'm over Curtis Samuel can actually like hopefully emerge this year, you know. And I mean you got Logan, Logan Thomas coming off a great 2020. He played six games last year, guys. Mm-hmm. So he's coming back. Let's. I mean we got him coming back. Hopefully Curtis Samuel can play. I was a big I was big on him last year. He and he just injury after injury after injury. So I mean we have over 100 targets available. You got Dotson coming in, right? Oh. You got Curtis Samuel hopefully being some kind of gadget, you know, 80, 60 targets. I'm not going to say 80, 70 targets. I'll go 70. Plus, I feel like he can do some gadget. Like he's a, a poor man's. I don't know if I want to say, yeah, poor man's Debo. Let's just say it. It's it's yeah. June. Who gives a shit? Um, so, and you got Brown, Diamond Brown, who was like a burner. But I don't – there's – I mean, besides McLaurin, I, don't, I mean, are you guys – I'm. if I get McLaurin, 
I'm happy. I'm very happy. Am I t- yeah. in a in a twelve team redraft? Not first, definitely not first. Oh. Tail end of the second, mid second. <clears throat> I mean, I might even wait till the third, <clears throat> but I, I kind of like I would wait a little bit longer and get Jahan Dotson. He's already got pretty decent rapport with uh, Carson Wentz as it is. So yeah. I think. Um, Plus, he's first round. I mean, any kind of first round wide receivers are going to see playing time right off the bat for the most part. And we still are not sure exactly like how Curtis Samuel might hold up this whole season. Yeah, they. So I, I waited for this. I just they didn't do anything. They did. They all they got was Jahan Dotson, and they got Cole Turner in the fifth round, a tight end. And I don't see him starting over Logan Thomas. And then they added Brian Robinson, but that's all they got as far as weapons. Now, maybe that's because of the $28 million hit on Carson Wentz, but they did nothing to really, you know, make this team explosive on offense. Maybe it changes. Maybe you're right. Maybe Wentz does give them an extra uh, uh, upgrade and maybe Jahan Dotson. But on paper, it's it's slightly better, but it's not like it's not like, you know, uh, a wow, like a like you know, it's not a wow for me. What they did in the offseason. they got a D tackle. They got this. Sum this up. They got a D tackle in the second round, and they have arguably one of the best. They have one of the most underrated D tackles in Jonathan Allen and Jawan Payne. They got a D tackle in the second round. Who I mean, probably won't. Their D line is sick. Their D line is sick. And Montez they got Foot, Montez Foot, and we have Chase Young, Montez Foot, Mississippi State. Hail State, let's yep. go, baby. Um, they, they got a D tackle in the second round. Probably not going to start. You could have gotten another receiver. You could have – I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Guys, so we were talking before the podcast started, the three of us. I, I just found this site today, but Ty's been u- using it, rlads.com, to get depth charts. The, just for fantasy purposes, and this is a stretch, but – this has Brian Brian Robinson as a kick returner. I don't. It's just a site. It's just a site. I'm not. <clears throat> no. Okay. Just throwing it out there, guys. Let's uh, before let's play a game because that's what I know. Hold on. Let's let's look at our let's look at rankings. All right, I got. My initial running back rankings I put together today, I have Antonio Gibson too low. <laughs> I have him too low. Uh, I need to have him at – I'm going to have him at 17 easy. Yeah, all right, let's – all right, here we go. Ty, Antonio Gibson or James Conner? I'm going to go – I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go Gibson. All right, Gary, your turn. Oh man, uh, for Dynasty? Yeah, no, we're just we're, no. Let's you can do this both. Tie, tie, tie. All right, yes, the Dynasty. All right, Dynasty, Dynasty. I'll go Gibson, but this year I'll probably go uh, James Allen. Ty, what about? Yeah, I'll agree with Gary on that one. All right, let's go. Let's go, Antonio Gibson. 
Let's just do the rivalry, guys. Antonio Gibson or Zeke? Dynasty, uh, Dynasty Gibson. I'll still go redraft Zeke because of Zeke. Same for me. That was a tough one. I had, I thought about that. That's a tough. One. Same thing. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about for the Washingtons? Well, tight end. Let's talk tight end real quick. Logan Thomas is a starter. Are you guys? Again, he had a great twenty. God, these years, twenty twenty. Last year was awful. Played six games. Are you guys? You know, you you can't you can't take him as your starting tight end, in my opinion. Uh, he's a good uh, late round tight end, you know, in redraft and stuff like that, or if you can like. This, this is like Car- this is like the Carson Wentz question. If he's my backup tight end, I like him. Mm-hmm. But by starting tight end, he's got to be healthy. Like when he plays all 17 games, like he did 2020, he was good. He was really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But he's he, also, he was a tight end one. Right. But he's also 31 years old, I think. And he's no Travis Kelsey, who's like 32 or 33. There you go, yeah. Josh. Um, so, yeah, he just came off a big. You know, he missed, like you said, missed 11 games. So, yeah, if he's my backup tight end, great. If he's my starting tight end, ooh. <laughs> ooh, I like that. I like that. All right, guys, oh, anything God. else on the on the Washingtons? Let's make the jump, boys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Guards, let's talk about your team, babe. Yeah. I, let's I'm talk moving. about the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's start. Uh, I mean, let's start with the exclamation, guys. Let's go ceiling. Let's talk A.J. Brown. All right. Well, oh. Let's let's start off with this. How, can I start on a couple of things with that? It's your team. Let's uh, go. All right. Well, uh, surprisingly, towards mid to last part of the season, they actually decided to rush the ball, and they were first in rushing yards uh, for the season, mm-hmm. second in attempts. Um, and but the only thing is, this offense was 14th, middle of the pack, and that's got to be because they were ended up being 32nd in pass attempts due to Jalen Hurts. So I know that you got like a little bit of help. Um, Devontae Smith wasn't incredibly uh, amazing with his first season as a rookie. But I mean, the addition of AJ Brown is something that I think hopefully is what the Eagles are, the Eagles staff are hoping is that Jalen Hurts can, you know, reach, you know, that next, um, next tier, you know, like, um, the thing is, too, he only threw for a little over 3,000 yards. So I'm wondering, can he reach that 4,000 mark? And I think with A.J. Brown, it's a good possibility. So I got a comparison. This is my first Bills reference. You've done good. Jalen is in a Josh Allen situation. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna throw some stats out. I'm gonna throw some stats out. I'm so intrigued yeah. right now. I am very intrigued. I don't know that sarcasm. I no, 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 no. I'm very excited. I am really excited for this. All right, let me give you stats on Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen, 2018 rookie year, 52 percent. Jalen Hurts rookie year, 52 percent. Josh Allen second year, 58 percent. Jalen Hurts 61 percent. Jalen Hurts his second year got Devontae Smith. Josh Allen got Cole Beasley and John Brown, and he also threw for 3,000 yards. Josh Allen, his rookie year, went 6-10. and 10. The Eagles went 4-11. and 11. Jalen Hurts' rookie year. Josh Allen's second year went 9-7. and seven. 
The Eagles went nine and eight. Now, what did Josh Allen get his third year? Stephon Dig, Diggs. Diggs. What did Jalen Hurts get? AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Boom. <laughs> Dude, this is that's Wait, really that's really fucking cool. good. That's really yeah, fucking good. I like that. It's very good. Like uh and actually one thing, one more thing. Josh Allen actually threw more interceptions his rookie year. Uh he threw ten to twelve. Jalen Hurts was six to four. Josh's second year went from went to twenty to nine. Jalen Hurts sixteen to nine. So Jalen Hurts is having and he's the same type of quarterback that Josh is. And actually ran for more rushing yards and has run for more touchdowns than Josh Allen did his second year. They are on very similar parallels. They got a stud receiver this year. They got a stud receiver in their third year. They just came off a winning record. They both made it to the playoffs their second year. Dude, I want to make a chart because that is too fucking good. Yes, that's well done, sir. uh, The only thing is Jalen Hurts. I don't know how great he can pass the long ball and anything like that. Like his accuracy is just all, but I mean, like, like sometimes that's all you need is like that number one wide receiver. Something to actually mm-hmm. bring, bring it to that next level. So Dude, I, I love AJ Brown. I think, yeah, I think he, he's one of those. He can catch anything, man. Cause let me, let me just go back to Stefan. Stefan's not really a long ball type of receiver. He's, he's, he's short routes. He's curl routes. He's, Plant routes. No long ball, but he's very methodical in his route. So that's overbuilt. But yeah, but I just see, I see Jalen Hurts could take that next step like Josh did his third year. That huge step. He has that potential. And we all know, like, uh, when it comes to AJ Brown, that uh, after the catch, he's one of the best in the league. Well, let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about target share because I mean so he, he had four hundred and thirty two attempts last year in in fifteen games. So Devontae Smith 104. You got uh Godert, Godair was seventy six. You got Quez sixty two, Rager fifty seven, Gainwell fifty. I mean, all these guys are still there, you know. I do. I it's like, I think the uh, yeah the passing attempts need they got they got to go up. And I mean, yeah, one hundred and thirty nine rushing attempts last year for Hertz. I mean, that's. I mean, for I mean, for all parties involved, this that needs to go down. Yeah. I mean, unless, I mean the fans. Them, I mean, yeah, they were thirty second in pass attempts and yeah. 29th in passing yards. I so mean, I, I remember mean, when we I'm sorry, just I remember when we were talking about um Lamar Jackson, that one year where they rushed a lot, and he barely threw over four hundred times too. So mm-hmm. I mean this is something that um we wanted Lamar to have that rushing uh attempts, but we also wanted him to escalate into like that five hundred passing uh attempts realm, you know. So that's something that we're gonna have to see with Jalen Hurts if he can exceed that. I mean, this is just He's got everything here, man. It's his job to lose. So he's he's in a Tua situation, in my opinion. Yeah, he's in a he's in a Tua. I can't say that. Uh, he's in a Tua um, situation of uh, make or break. But I I'm gonna be honest with you. I think this is the best wide receiver group in this division, in my personal opinion. Oh, fuck, Ty. 
I would take it over. We're going to get to the Giants and then Washington, but the only reason why I don't have Washington last is because I actually know who their number one receiver. But I would take the Eagles uh, wide receiver crew over the Cowboys right now. Ah. Dude, Ty just have been, has been on a tie like ten minute like fire spit rant, which is great. I like I like Quest Watkins, honestly. I mean, he's not he's not Devontae Smith and he's not AJ Brown, but he doesn't have to. He, this is a guy that was a six. I, I didn't know this. This guy was a six round draft choice. He ended up having six hundred forty seven yards last year. Yeah, not bad. Not no. bad. No, Ty, I mean, but, Ty. Let me ask you about one more guy. Um. Pascal, he can't. Do you go to ODU? He went to ODU. Bum. Next question. Huh? No. No. Yeah, he went to ODU. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. Sorry, we gotta get our our Virginia colleges involved. Are you gonna ask me would I take him over Quest Watkins? No, 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 no. I just I'm looking at the depth chart. Okay. He's an he's an addition too, and I mean we have to factor him into. I mean he he I mean he was. He's not a fantasy starter, but he factored into some games back in the day. Oh yeah, he's a good depth piece for sure. Depth piece, and I would say he would keep go down as like the fourth or fifth receiver. But I like I like Quez Watkins in that third uh, in that third uh, wide receiver three. And then you have the wide receiver five, Jalen Rager, who was a first round pick for some people in rookie drafts two years ago. R.I.P. He, he got picked ahead of Justin Jefferson. Oh, uh, fuck! Wow. Don't remind me. You didn't draft Jalen Rager, Gary. I didn't draft him, but the Eagles sure as hell did. All right, guys, let's imagine Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, and AJ Brown right now. Oh my god! Let's uh, I was looking at the running back situation, and like this is the number one rushing team last year. Of course. Jalen Hurts, 139 rushing attempts. But you have Miles Sanders, guys. And like nobody, you know, he faded away like two for like two years. And like I feel like last year he was almost like the Julio Jones of running backs. He had all these oh. attempts. He had all these attempts and no touchdowns. So he, he never averaged, huh? He averaged he averaged five and a half yards per carry. I know, dude. Nuts. Nuts. And he uh what do you do receiving? He he caught 30. He never, he's never receiving touchdown either. Jeez. Yeah, no. he had 137 attempts, a 5.5 average, no touchdowns. Just, I mean. I feel bad for him. I really do. I actually feel bad for him because I'm actually a Miles Sanders fan, even though fantasy football owners would be like, no, nah, he sucks, no touchdowns. But as a football like fan, I'm actually a fan of him. Like, he. When he gets out, when he gets when he gets like running, and he's out in the open field, he's gone. I'm and with Gary, you. I mean, you have so Boston Scott seven rushing touch. Well, Hertz had ten rushing touchdowns last year. I don't see that again. I don't see Boston Scott getting seven rushing touchdowns. I don't see Gainwell five, maybe. Uh, I'll over under four. But I mean. Guys, Miles Sanders, I, I mean, I'd like to go on whatever DraftKings and FanDuel and see what his over or under for touchdowns are because I'd probably bet the over really quick. <laughs> One? Zero total touchdown. I feel for him. I really do. But it's crazy. They were first in touchdowns in general for this whole team. Like Kenneth Gainwell, what did he get? Six total? He had five rushing and in- – One receiving. 
Yeah. 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 Boston and the Boston caught seven touchdowns, guys. I mean, come on. I mean, I see Gainwell as more of the uh, receiving back slightly. Um, so, yeah, he'll get another touchdown or two. Jalen Hurts, 10 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I didn't know he led the team in rushing. I did not know that. <clears throat> Rush, rushing yards, touchdowns. It's just, yeah, it's it's just it, – it's great. I mean, to, let, let's sum up rushing real quick. Jalen Hurts isn't going to get the rushing. Well, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Miles Sanders will get a rushing touchdown this year. If you guys are handcuffing, well, let's 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 do this. If you're handcuffing Miles Sanders, who are you handcuffing him with? Boston Scott or Gainwell? Probably Gainwell. I mean, this is Boston Scott's fifth season too, and you did see. Yeah, glimpses of Gainwell, you know, uh, 68 uh, rush attempts, you know, 50 targets. So I do see him doing – I mean, he's going to misspell Miles Sanders a little bit. We do know Jordan Howard's not with the team. So unless they make any late-season acquisitions, but if they still have Jay, Jason Huntley and they've got Kennedy Brooks, I think it was, who's an undrafted free agent. So they have a little bit of depth. I have five uh, running backs total on, on board so far. I like Boston Scott, but I'm with uh, Gary. Gainwell's a younger option. So it's only a matter of time. I think that guy, um, Kennedy Brooks, couldn't make it because he's, he's the big back of the squad. Hey, guys, uh, speaking of bets, this is, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. going off topic. Uh, going back to the commanders the over under right now for Jahan Dotson receiving yard receiving yards is 611 and a half wow so if he goes over 612 what do you guys I would take it I would take, I would take it. that I would take it. okay all right. No, sorry. I'm off topic. No, I like it. All right. So let's play. Let's go. To, let's play the who would you rather. So let's go AJ Brown. Well, here, uh, Gary. AJ Brown or Keenan Allen. Go, go dynasty and then redraft. Hmm. <clears throat> I think I just saw something too where Keenan Allen was the most targeted wide receiver within the past four seasons. Um, I think I'll still go AJ Brown for both. Ty? Definitely Dynasty, uh, AJ Brown. He's 24, guys. Yeah. And I think for this year, I would say Keenan Allen for redraft just for this year. Okay. Let's do one more. Let's do... We'll do Miles Sanders. Where do I have him? Right now I have him as RB27. I'm so excited to have my rankings out, guys. 
Miles Sanders or Damian Harris redraft? Oh, my God. Guys, we are analysts, and we are going to take our job seriously. Well, me and Ty did this last week, and Damian Harris had 202. Yes, carries. Yeah, 202 carries last year. To Ramondre's 137? 137 for miles, but I'm wondering if he gets more passing attempts. But I probably, ah, uh, Eagles got first in rushing. I'll still go miles. I think they might stick to their guns a little bit this season. You know what? I'm going to be biased. I have Miles Sanders and Lucha. I'm going Miles Sanders. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm oh, I, I feel bad for the guy. I really do. All right, let's do Miles Sanders versus Brees. They were 32nd uh, in rush attempts last season, 27th in, ru- in rushing yards. This is the Jets compared to the team that did first. And it'll probably be split in time with my uh, Michael Carter. Um, I told Miles Sanders both because he's still I'm not young. even a Miles Sanders fan, but I, I'm going to take Brees and Dynasty, but Miles Sanders for this year. <clears throat> I'm going miles for both because he's still young. He's not old. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, all right. And then, guys, we're, I mean, we, we talked about Godair. He only got 70, 76 targets, I, which is, I thought was low. I mean, I guess the team was low in passing attempts as Gary has reiterated. But I mean, where are you guys at on Godair? Um, I was looking at him earlier today, and I was saying that. Okay, his snap percentage obviously increased with Zach uh, Ertz out. Um, but can Hertz make him a top 12, maybe top five tight end? Here's why I don't think he will, at least for top five, is because, okay, in 2019, Dallas Goddard was a top 10 tight end. And that's when he had 87 passing attempts. This time he had 76, but we're also talking about somebody in, um, you know, Jalen Hurts. Like, I mean, I don't think he's going to be able to exceed um, top top 10 at all. Like, it, I just don't see it. Like, I could see somebody like when he was with um, maybe Nick Foles and maybe uh, Carson Wentz a little bit, you know, but I just I just don't see it here. With Jalen Hurts, I, I think he's a top twelve. What was he last year? He I was he was eleven. All right, uh, I'm with you. Top twelve, and he hasn't had more than five touchdowns in the season. Last season, he had four. Plus, you got to think the addition to AJ Brown definitely take that away. I'm still a Goddard fan. I mean, he did have 830 yards. I can he between him and Schultz, they're one and two. As far as like the tight ends in this division, I mean, we'll talk about the Giants and who they don't have. Um, and Washington, we talk about Logan Thomas, but I could see where someone would take Schultz over Goddard, but I could also see where someone would take Goddard over Schultz. Um, even with those 56 catches, he had 830 yards. I mean, that's still that's about 16 yards of catch or 15 yards of catch. Still not bad, but I'm a fan. But I, I, I agree, top 12. 
And he's not old. He's like, what, 26, 27 years old? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's that old right now. All right, boys. Anything else on the Eagles? I take the silence as the Eagle has landed. Hey. I feel bad for Miles Sanders if I haven't said that on. Anyways. Let's uh let's let's go to the where is everything? Let's go to the New York football giants, guys. Ty, I think uh you should probably start this off because I, I think I mean this team has hit the reset button. I mean yeah, the new they have the new coach. He came over from the he's a Bills offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, the ball or Dayball, the ball, Dayball, the ball. What if his last name was the baller? <laughs> Offen- offensive coordinator Mike Kafka came from the Chiefs. He was the quarterbacks coach, so he obviously, he obviously knows what he's doing. So. Well, they need a wake-up call, man. I mean, with Joe Judge, last season, they were 31st in total offense. In the red zone, 31st. You know, I mean, everything was pretty much abysmal. Like, I mean, obviously wide receivers was a problem because most of them were not healthy throughout the season. Would you say everything was judged incorrectly? (laughs) Hey, good pun. I like this. That. This is why you're here. Was there exec- was there a, a judge, jury, and executioner? Was <laughs> anymore, sir? All right, I'm done here. <laughs> the the jury rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging you. <laughs> here we are. Uh, so yeah, this is Daniel Jones' fourth year. Um, he's yet to play a full season in his own right. He's already struggling in minicamp. I mean, I don't see Tyrod Taylor as he's the backup taking his job anywhere, any part of this season. But do you think Dayball, the bow, the baller, can he can he get this team from out of the depths of how abysmal they are? This year, I don't know about this year, but next year, I could. I honestly could. He made Josh Allen a lot better every single year. Josh Allen got better. And partly you could put that on Brian Dayball and Joe Schoen, who is now their general manager. He was the assistant general manager to Brandon Bean for the Bills. So he was he had a lot to do with the success the Bills had the last few years. But, yeah, Brian Dayball can – you can get this team right. All right, Ty, let's get... play a game. Okay. Because this guy, he's, he was your Bills offensive coordinator. So let's do role play. Daniel Jones is not Josh Allen. I know. I know. And then, you, no, nobody's going to argue me this, right? No. And then I'm trying to sum this up. But everybody can. All right. Then we have Saquon. Saquon can be a goat. He's he's an upgrade over any Bills running back. If he's if he's a hundred percent, yeah, I he's, agree. He's better than a lot of people starting running backs. If he's a hundred percent, have we seen a hundred percent? When's the last time we seen a hundred percent, guys? His, his first game, his first game like in the NFL. Yeah, pretty much. 
you have Kenny Galladay playing digs. That doesn't e- that doesn't equal out, right? Uh, no. And then and then Sterling Shepard. I mean, I guess Sterling Shepard's in the slot. That was Gabe Davis. Right yeah. now, right now, everybody's super ceiling on Gabe Davis, which which everybody should be, right? Sterling Shepard is a model of consistency. In redraft, he is a, in my opinion, he's he's always been a sleeper to me, and this year he's going to continue to be a sleeper for me, in my opinion. If he's your wide receiver four or five in your redraft league, I'm happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. I agree. And then you have Kadarius, who is the wild card. Yeah. And then you have we talked about tight end. You guys talked about it on the pod last week. You weren't you weren't high on Docs and Knox. He finally came around. Now they're okay. starting tight end is Ricky Seals Jones. He's been on. I mean, he's going to be the Ryan Fitzpatrick of tight ends team. He's been on Washington. He's been on Kansas City. He's been on the Giants. Where he was on the Cardinals. I mean, come on. I I just would say this. I just believe in Dayball. I believe in Joe Schoen. It's not going to be a one year, you know, revival. I just I just know what I just know what Brandon Bean and Joe Schoen and Brian Dayball and Sean McDermott did with the Bills. It's gonna take it's gonna take a couple of years. I mean, make no mistake about it. But I do believe I tell every Giant fan, just give it some time. Don't call Greg. Don't call Greg. Oh, all right, yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell. <laughs> but, but you know, like New York fans like to jump off the uh jump off no, that's a bad terminology. Uh they like to jump off the ladder and like, you know, think that the world is uh, is at an end. Like give it some time. So they always have the Yankees tie. Don't worry. That's a safety net. No, I hate them. I hate them. Anyway. <laughs> um, can I be honest about the wide receivers? So, Ty, this is, hey, this is, this, go. My opinion, these wide receivers are probably the worst in the division. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I put them below Washington is at least with Washington, I know who the number one receiver is. I don't know who the number one receiver is for the Giants. I'll be honest. I mean, it, it should be Galladay, right? But this guy, he had 76 targets last year, which is and gross. 30, and 37 catches. I mean, no that's, And how much did he get paid? Stupid. 18, 18 million per year. In fantasy, he had one top 12 and another top 20. But those are both years he had 100-plus targets. I mean, I mean, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. This guy is becoming the Albert Hainsworth of wide receivers. Yikes! Yikes! Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much steering clear of him in most. You're not fucking drafting him. No. I'm taking <laughs> I'm, I'm taking Kadarius or Sterling Shepard. Again, I've always drafted Sterling Shepard late and been happy. You know. I was yeah. trying to put it in a nice way, but you put it exactly what my mind was saying. Yeah, yeah, I ain't fucking drafting him. <laughs> I like Sterling Shepard. He just can't stay healthy. Yeah. Otherwise, I know. otherwise he, he could be the number one. I, know. I was looking. Um, I looked with Sterling Shepard. Um, of the thirty games that he had played with Daniel Jones, thirteen of them were double digit point fantasy points. Um, that was he's on. He's on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He only had seven games last season with that torn ACL or torn Achilles. But um, his first three seasons, I think it was like an influx of who, like, um, at the Manning, 
Eli? Eli Manning. And uh, yep. well, not, but like, I mean, of those of 43 games, he was 19, <clears throat> 19 games where he had double digit fantasy points. I mean, that's, I want him to be consistent. I mean, there is some like, you know, less than half of the games that he plays, he's not getting double digit points. And you want consistency out of that. But what I do like is what Josh said. If he's my fourth or fifth wide receiver, I'm okay with that. I agree. That makes I, sense. I, I want him to stay healthy. He needs to worry about staying healthy first. Yeah. And then, and then the play will come. Mm-hmm. But like you said, uh, Tony is a wild card. He was 89th overall last season in fantasy points. But um, he only did have 10 games, and obviously injury is a concern with him too. All of these wide receivers pretty much are. But um, um, I was going to say – okay, I was just going to say one more about him. Four games, nine-plus targets. That's pretty damn good out of the 10 that he did. But I want to go to Wandell Robinson real quick. Oh, Let me say one more thing real quick. I'll just say Tony Tony gave people a glimpse. What was it against the Cowboys when he had like 189 yards? But then other than that, it's like meh. So it's there. But, you know, you didn't see nothing else except the Cowboys game. But, yeah, I'm glad you brought up Wandale Robinson. Yeah, I was going to see, like, I didn't know, too, like, he played for Nebraska all throughout college, but he was a running back and wide receiver split. So, if you go back to the running backs on this team, if Saquon goes down, Matt Breida and Gary Brightwell are your only guys. I was going to. There's a good chance you can have Wando Robinson somehow be, like, a key role in uh, the rushing attempts, whether it's, you know, end around. Reach around, whatever. Like, uh, but I thought that was pretty interesting. And then in Kentucky in 2021, he pretty much lit it up. He had a great season out there. And he's the other. The thing is too, this is a wide receiver, handpicked by Dayball. So I mean, that's something like you can look at how they traded for Diggs. Could he be the new Diggs? It's a possibility. But I think him and Tony should be the ones who are going to give you more electric uh, fantasy points going forward, whereas you're going to have consistency with Shepard and still Galladay is a hit or a miss most of the time. Plus, Galladay and Shepard by the end of the year will be 29 years old. Ted Harris, Tony is going to be 21, 22, and so is Wondale Robinson. But, yeah, I could see Dayball or Mike Kafka. I could see uh, Kafka using him like the um, 49ers use Debo Samuel. I mean, Wondell Robinson has a yeah, similar skill set to Tony. I think they were trying to trade Tony. Either A, they didn't get any, uh, anybody who bit off of that, or just they might just turn a new leaf and see if they can uh, keep him around. But they had the same skill set. And I think Pro Football Focus said Wondell Robinson last year had 22 missed tackles. So. And he was a second rounder. Yeah. So he's going to get, like you said, he's going to get the opportunity. Like Tony, he's going to get the opportunity. I'm sure those two can do pretty damn good on, like, wide receiver screens and, you know, drag routes yeah. and small routes and stuff like that. And the um, uh, the jet sweeps. Yep. Guys, let's – all right. I think we need to jump to the elephant in the room for the Giants, the giant elephant in the giant room. And Saquon. He played 13 games last year in 
Do you guys remember him playing 13 games last year? I don't. I, I, yeah, I, remember, I remember one game he had that was against the Saints. And I don't remember. Only... I don't remember him playing 13 games. Like I really don't. Devontae Booker, 16 games. Not not on the team right now. Had 145 attempts. Take one at 162. Guys, I uh, so I mean everybody's saying that Saquon is the beat reporters and ESPN everything is saying that Saquon is coming back and resurgent. I love optimism. Are you guys on this optimism train? I I, I like the optimism, but you have to I think you have to heed these expectations. Right. I mean, you said it yourself with the rushing attempts, dude. I mean with them being 31st in offense last season, I hope they, they ball can at least bring them to, like, 20th. I mean, in that regard, you're getting a little bit more resurgence from Barkley in general right there. Um, it's one of those things, too, of, like, this is going to be Barkley's fifth season. So, I mean, he doesn't have to resign with the team, right, after this. Well, I mean, unless they franchise that. Yeah, and then, I mean – they did, they did take the they took Evan Neal with a number five overall. They're trying to help, but Ty, were you gonna say seven? They took uh, Thibodeau to the end. Oh yeah, sorry, five. my yeah, sorry, five and seven. Yeah, either way. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, I was gonna say. I I love Barkley the player, and I loved when he came out of college. He's once in generational talent, but the injuries just keep piling up and. The production is just not there from last year. I got a question. Here's a, I don't know if this is a great question, but who would you rather take, him or Miles Sanders in this division? Oh, Saquon. Yeah, Saquon. Yeah. Still taking the upside. Yeah. Just on the upside? Just potential? Yeah. One more year. Give me one more year. So, guys, I mean, let's – Let's go. All right. So, let me be honest. I think this is the worst team in the division right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, nobody's going to, I don't think anybody here's going to argue that. Yeah. Do you, I mean, say, do you think Saquon, I mean, there's no way he absorbs 145 carries? Yeah. In my opinion. I right, say he takes, say he's, say he stays healthy, takes 100. That puts him at 262. We have Brita. Came from Buffalo. Do you guys factor him as a – I mean, do you think he's a handcuff? Do you think it's worthwhile as a handcuff? I mean, I'm not out going out of my way to trade for him or anything like that in Dynasty. But, like, I mean, if you want to go that route, if he's still on waivers, I'd probably try and pick him up. But I'm not really uh, I, uh, going out of my way to get him. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, too, if they ended up signing anybody else. I mean, I like I like the player, but nobody ever uses him, right? I think I think he's actually a really good player, but nobody not Buffalo didn't even use him, and the Dolphins didn't the year before. So I I just I don't I don't lack faith in him. I lack faith in the teams that he goes to. I'm with you. He could because he could be a really good backup, one of the better backups if they actually use him right. I mean, there's some times where Braid has had opportunity. I mean, but he's never been more than an RB3 for the season. 
So, I mean, what what would you guys put Saquon's carries at right now? If you got a, if you got over two hundred carries this year, would you be shocked, or would you be? How many? How many did he have last year? One hundred sixty-three. One hundred sixty-two. Yeah. Sixty-two, so thirteen, twelve. Yeah, I could see him doing it. Two hundred. Yeah, I'd go with two ten. You look at somebody who probably had thirteen carries a game, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys want anything else on the Giants, guys? I mean, we didn't say much on Daniel Jones. Nobody. I feel like he's almost like a Carson Wentz. Are you as are you happy with him as your backup quarterback? Yeah, as long as my again, like Carson Wentz, as long as my starting quarterback doesn't get hurt. I mean, would you rather have him or would you rather have Daniel Jones or Wentz? I mean, that's good. I'm taking Wentz. I'm taking Wentz. And I'm basing off the fact that he's had better success. The team has had better success. Yeah, I'll go Wentz. Yeah, I'll go with Wentz. But, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Jones finally escalates under Brian Dayball. That's just my only thing. It's not to the point where he's going to be, like, a top 15. I mean, at best, I'd say top 10. Top five because Brian Dable. Anyways, all right, and then we all right. Evan Ingram's gone. We let's let's hit this real quick. Right now, Ricky Seal Jones is starting quarterback again. I uh, tied in. Sorry, we're not. We're good. We're good. Honey, we're I'm good. We're tied in division. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's do. Let's go. To the last team. How about them Cowboys? I've never seen a more group of excited people in my Zoom ever. All right, guys. Uh, we've we've already, I mean, we've talked about this through our draft pods and everything else. Uh, Amari um, Cooper's gone, traded away to Cleveland to a team that I'm not excited to have. Well, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, everything is not good right now. Uh, anyways, he's not there. So. We got Dak, 16 games. Another, I mean, great. He came back from that injury. I mean, I, I think if you're a Washington fan, you had to feel for him. He got hurt, and it was bad. And he – yeah, I mean, come on. We're all human. But, I mean, that, Dak – That was the most disgusting injury I've ever seen in my life. That was disgusting. Dak came – worse than the uh, – what was the one that, in the Louisville in the NCAA finals, basketball? That's a good. Ooh, yeah, that was. You remember good. that? You remember that? That yeah. was bad, dude. That was bad. And then the yeah. UF was the UFC when uh Spider Silver broke his leg. You remember that? Yes, yes, I do remember that one. Everybody yeah, saw his the, leg shatter. Yeah, the Louisville one was really bad. All right, you got me there. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. I have yeah, yeah my memory no. shot from drinking, but I have some. I have some memory. I you remember the time Gary? No, sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So we have Dak. We, I mean, Dak's, Dak's a QB one. We can sit here and split hairs, but it's not. I don't think it's really worth it. 
at this point in time? Does anybody not think he's a QB one? No, he's obviously a QB one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I have him. I mean, he's not top three. We got this team to be the number one overall offense last season. Yeah. So let's go. But I mean, he's top six. Yeah, I, yeah, six. I mean, you can go anywhere seven and eight. It depends on like where you got Lamar Jackson, you know, Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, it's, it's so much uh, different nowadays. I mean, you got Mahomes. You, I would probably, it'd be tough yeah. to see if I'd rather take him or Brady, you know, just for the season and like a redraft. I mean, you got Herbert there too as well. Joe Burrow's been climbing his way since he's gotten himself to the Super Bowl. I mean, Dak was definitely a top 10. For sure, Russell Wilson in Denver now. I mean, that's that's a high commodity as well. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of quarterback for sure. He's, I think he's five six for me, guys. I'll be honest with you. Okay, Allen, Allen, Mahomes, Herbert is top three, interchangeable. Lamaros has a rushing upside, right? Yep. I probably, dude, Burrow, Burrow is Burrow is coming on hot, and he is. They might have the best, the best wide receiving core. You know, I, I agree. And then, I mean, well, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, but just, I don't know. Dak's got a, I don't know. They got a lot of fire on his ass. Shit or get off the pot, dude. <laughs> and you got, you guys know who my wide receiver is. CD Lamb. Fucking hot fire. Let's go. Anyways. I don't. We don't need. I mean, we don't. We don't need to keep going. This Dak Prescott draft him as quarterback. Get your guy. Let's go. Let's go rushing. So we have Zeke at 237 carries last year. Pollard at 130. Where where are you guys at on those guys right now? Love some Tony Pollard. I'll tell you that much. And I would. I wish he was a starter for another team, but it, it works for him. It works for him, and it works for Zeke to get some carries off. Well, let me let me throw let me. I, I looked at this earlier because yeah. everybody's like Pollard's a receiving back, right? Zeke had sixty five targets to Pollard's forty six, which kind of floored me. Well, the major thing that he pretty much escalated, and he's got twenty nine more carries this season. I mean, whereas Zeke, he only lost seven carries compared to the season before. But um, it, it just seems like they went to a more rushing attempt or deal. Um, I mean, they were just number one in offense in general. They, I mean, it seemed like this offense was on the field all the time. Yeah. When you're number one in total offense, you're pretty much on the field most of the time. So, I mean, Kellen Moore got this squad like to the point where I mean he should be having a head coaching like job at some point soon. But yeah. um yeah, I mean just the loss of Amari Cooper makes it a lot more possibility for CD Lamb to get a few more quite a bit more targets. Um, also uh, Michael Gallup, depending on like whether he comes back soon enough. Yep. Um, we, got, we got the whole thing with you know James Washington in there. Jalen Tolbert. I, th- I mean, I think I think both of those guys are, in my opinion, 
far as fantasy goes, I'm not I'm not sweating those guys. You got CD, you got Gallup, and you got Dalton Schultz. Yeah, if you put it this way, CD, Dalton Schultz, yeah. Zeke, Dak Prescott were all number ones in their position. You know, top 12 and then their position. Like, everybody said everything about Zeke last season. He was number seven overall. Number six and half people, though. And I noticed something, too. Like, if you're top 12, you just need a little over 200 fantasy points um, when it comes to running back and half PPR. I'm with you. Guys, so let's – I mean, how, 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 I don't know. The, the running backs are, are tough, guys. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, tough. You, to... yeah, you got you to gotta know that if you're getting Zeke, that, you know, he's, he's the main bell cow, but it's not like, it's not an 80 20 or it's not a 90 10. It's like a 55 or 60 to 40. Yeah. You know, you just get, yeah. you just got to know Zeke's still a really good player, but you just got to know that. He's not getting the touches like he did his rookie year when he just went absolute ham on everybody. And they also lost the lineman, Collins, the Bengals. They went O-line in the first round. But hopefully in Remedy, they got Tyler Smith. So, I mean, they, I mean the O-line has always been one of their strengths. Yeah. But they, I don't know much about Tyler Smith, but they have a certain type of lineman they want, so he probably fits what they are looking for in a lineman. And not, and let's not forget that it's kind of a minor situation. They also lost Cedric Wilson, who was their fourth receiver. So now you're plugging in, like you, like Gary said, you're plugging in James Washington. You're plugging in probably Jalen Tolbert, who was a third round. So, you know. I mean, Tol- got- between Tolbert and James Washington, I don't think that's – between my opinion, not a big deal. I mean, you got. I remember Roethlisberger always saying that James Washington. If it, they always said if he was going to throw like a clutch pass, it was going to James Washington. So again, and I, I, we've said this in podcasts before. They can find on www.theflug.com. James Washington is more of an NFL wide receiver than a fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for depth, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought Cole Beasley back. Who's that? Cowboys. Cowboys? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I mean, Amari's freeing up 104 targets. Nope. Were you? I mean, and Cedric Wilson, 61. You, I mean, but you also have to factor in Gallup. Only played nine games last year. Got 62. I mean, do you, do you give? I mean, so that's probably about 110 targets to Gallup. 62. 62 in nine games, that's about seven. So you're looking at about – actually, no, you're looking at about like 115 to 120 targets, assuming that he's healthy. So, see, yeah, CD's at 120. Mm-hmm. Hey, a fun little fact about Gallup. Like, he had his best season uh, the season before CD Lamb came aboard. So yeah. that's when it was just him and uh, Amari Cooper – and now that Amari Cooper's gone and CD Lamb is here, that's when you can get another good season out of Michael Gallup. If he remains healthy. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm with I'm with you guys. I mean, you got CD 120. I I I see him getting more. I see him going 130, maybe 140. I mean, you want pretty much any piece you can get out of this offense with them being number one overall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, in my I'm, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I I see Gallup flirting with 100. Targets. Oh yeah, you can, yeah, can get more than that. If he had 62 in nine games. Yeah. You know, I mean, freeing up targets. I mean, and Dalton Schultz, I mean, 104 targets. I don't, I don't know. I, it's, I think it's hard to see him get more, but if he's yeah, in I line think, for I think he had a great year, but I don't think he puts up 78 catches, 808 yards, and eight touchdowns. I don't see it. I think he's not a bad tight end, but I think that was just a – You see, you see I regression. Think, I see a regression, Yes. I still, I still would take him, uh, Goddard, Goddard over him. So yeah, yeah, I see a regress to Schultz. I don't think 104 targets. That's that's a lot. Okay. Jalen Tolbert can definitely, uh, you know, capitalize on that too. Whatever mm-hmm. kind of time out that uh, Gallup has, I mean, there's a good possibility that Tolbert can uh, succeed uh, James Washington too. I think both of them are doing like a little bit of like I think right now James Washington's dealing with a small foot injury. Same with Tolbert with a hammy. But um him in South Alabama, uh Jalen Tolbert, like he's a speedster dude. And um I, I think in most rookie drafts, he's pretty much the end of second round when he's going out. Yeah. Yeah, he went the third round and hit 1,400 yards in 12 games in South Alabama. Yeah. I, I like him. I could see him being the fourth, and yeah, like you. I could see him eventually being a third, not this year, but maybe like down the road next year or following year. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jalen Tolbert fan. Yeah. Nice boys. Anything else yeah. on the Anything else on the yeah. Cowboys? You we get in right now. Yeah, let me ask you who who would y'all take? Because I've been I was thinking about this. Who would you take? CD Lamb or AJ Brown? I'm CD. I'm biased. Well. I, th- I think it's a more uh, high potent offense. So yeah, CD. Yeah, I'd take CD unless the Eagles had a better like passing QB. It'd be CD. I like AJ Brown the player more. I mean, it's really neck and neck. I just think at him after the catch is legit, and he's a little tougher than CD Lamb. But CD Lamb's an all around good wide receiver as it is too. And if you got him with this offense, I mean, it's what you want. We good on the Cowboys? Boys? Yeah. I mean, I see – I want to go back to Tony Pollard, like, give him some credit. Like, I mean, with him, like, progressing each season – and his workload increasing, like I think in his fourth season here, he's bound to get break that mold of close to a top 20, you know? Like, I mean, he's 28th overall last season. I mean, he – I got him 29. Like, yeah, I can see him at like mid-20s. Because I still yeah. think Zeke can be definitely a, a top uh, – he said he feels better because he did have that uh, injury last season four games in. Um, he had that injury that sent him back. He had like what was it? 
He's, he had some kind of like leg injury. That was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. All right, well, let's play the let's play the game. Let's play the who they rather. Let's go. All right, I'm start with uh, I'm gonna start with Ty. Pollard, Pollard, or, or Ken, Kenny Walker. Pollard. Garth. I do Pollard. Right, let's do. Let's do Pollard or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It would go Pollard, even though Edwards Hilaire is a starter. I'm more of a Tony Pollard fan. Where you at, Garth? Clyde Edwards Hilaire or Pollard? Yep. I'd still go Clyde. I mean, that's a tough one. That's a push. All right, let's do all right, let's let's do NFC East. Let's go Miles, Sanders, or Pollard. I have to go Miles still just because of the he is the number one. So I think he's capable of push the top 20. But I mean, he didn't have, we got to think in the scenario too where he did not have any touchdowns at all, like we were talking about last season. That's soon to like, that should be able to. Because he's a starter. Because he's a starter and I'm, and I'm still Miles Sanders, I'll go Miles Sanders. Let's, let's do one more. Let's do Pollard or Cream Hunt. I'm going to go Pollard, dude. That whole Brown scenario now scares me. I'm going to be honest. And I was yeah. big on Amari Cooper. I think we had that segment uh, two or three weeks ago. I was big on Amari. Now I'm fading him with all that going down. I'm with Gary. I go Tony Pollard. I'm with you guys. Let me ask this on this division real quick. Who do y'all who do y'all think takes this division? Or no Eagles. Before? Eagles. There's no, uh, there's no. I'm not. I'm not being biased. It's it's easy. Well, no. Eagles or Cowboys. Say, Eagles or Cowboys. I don't know. That Eagles, man. I mean, I'm not trying to be biased. I'm not like a uh, trying to bring it up every podcast like the Bills do on this podcast. But um, I do want to say like I mean. Kaiser White now, James Bradbury on the opposite end, um, a cornerback. Like, I just – the defensive line is going to be monstrous. Like, they just got – I mean, they pretty much <laughs> – they plugged all the holes that needed to be plugged. So, I'm pretty happy with it. The only thing is Jalen Hurts has to – has to be able to. Oh, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all on Hurts. Yep. I'm going to go Eagles, Cowboys, Washington, and then the Giants. That's how I see it. Yeah, I see it like that. And Gary knows I've said it before. Yeah, Eagles, I think, take this division. Hey, might even get, I might even say go to the divisional round. I like that. I, 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 I could definitely see Eagles and Cowboys getting in. Washington and Giants. Giants are definitely not getting in. So, all right, boys, that was a good pod. That was a good time. We have, uh, like, like we said before, before we get got into this, we have uh, our first rookie draft. I think all our minds are definitely into that. This, this is kind of a, this is a good break. Let's be honest, our sleeper has been going off. Yeah. Trades abound, dude. Yeah, my phone just won't 
That chat I'm trying to, I'm trying to, trying to work. After trade, after trade. Which is something so, to bring up. Like, I mean, I love this dynasty squad because I think for one, I mean, Ty, we talked about it beforehand. Like, the fact that we have a 48-hour period once a trade goes or is um, accepted between two uh, teams, we have a 48-hour period for anybody to counter that. And it creates so much more um, emphasis in the league and so much more fun. Everybody else can get involved. Like, I mean, <laughs> it happened the other day where, I mean, Shane obviously lost out on Ty getting um, a better deal, you know? Something that oh, he okay. wanted to, I don't want to bring straight up, but, I mean, it's, it's things like that that makes the league better when you come up with ideas like that. So, yeah. Not really enjoy it. In phone calls, it works. Mm-hmm. It works. I got a phone call at 6.35 this morning. We got six more pods guaranteed to you people. I'm going to surprise, surprise everybody with the Lucha pick, first pick. Can we do AFC West? We can. We can. All right, guys. Let's get out of here for Ty on Twitter at the... 757 Bills Mafia. Right? That's right. 121 followers, by the way. And then we have Garth appearing in his first Scott Fishbowl. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't wait. This is yeah, I can't. I can't wait. On Twitter at Garth underscore Poetica. Mm-hmm. We got to get up. We got to get up and talk uh, draft strategy. Yeah. And find me on Twitter at jhicksf4. Find all of us on Twitter at the fluke underscore ff. Guys, thank you guys for listening. 